0: Podcast City Network. This is Jim the Podcast Sherpa from Too Many Podcasts. And you've got a ringside seat to the Mark the Shark MMA Show. Mm, Let's get ready to podcast! Are you looking for your next action thriller novel? Check out The Cabal, The Saga Begins. You can find it on Amazon.com and and BarnesandNoble.com or www.RitortoFamilyBooks.com That's r i t o r t l FamilyBooks.com Again, check out the next great action, thriller, suspense, mood book, book called The Cabal The Saga Begins Today's show is brought to you by Audible Audible is offering our listeners a free audio book with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a title for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash MMA show. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast and you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. Alright guys, we're back on the show. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the UFC 244 Masvidal versus Diaz. So That's one I think that everybody's gonna be talking about. But Nate his last fight, everybody was packed in the bars to watch that one. Remember that seat, because we were in that last one that he had? Hooters, right? Yeah. against well, uh, Pettis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I was like, like, usually Hooters, you know, it's not that packed, but that night was packed. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the card, I mean, there's some other interesting fights. You got uh, Avlowski's coming back. You got Derek Lewis. You got Stephen Thompson. You uh, know. New York, right? New York. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, Madison Square Garden. And then you got Kelvin. Oh. You got coming back with Tarantino. But I'm more interested in the main event. Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal. What what are your thoughts on this? I mean, Diaz is 20 20 wins, 11 losses. Jorge Masvidal has been around forever with 33 wins and 13 losses. Uh, He's a little bit shorter than Nate Diaz. But when I'm looking at the statistics here, they're saying... For Jorge Masvidal, if he wins, by, he's got 42% chance by winning by knockout or TKL. But when it comes to submissions, it would be in Nate Diaz's favor with a 60% chance. And they're saying that Jorge has a 52% chance by winning by decision, that these are the odds that I'm getting from the UFC uh, website. Um, the Irish fight time for Nate Diaz is 10 minutes and 55 seconds, Whereas for Jorge Macedo, it's 12 minutes and 58 seconds. Except for, of course, that last fight where he just, like, knocked the guy out in, like, two seconds. And in terms of significant strikes, they're pretty evenly matched. Um... Uh, Except for in terms of defense, they say Jorge Masvidal is better at defense, whereas Nate Diaz is not that great. I mean, compared to him, it's it's a slight slight advantage. It's like sixty-seven versus fifty-four percent in Jorge's favor. But what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, Masvidal is someone like you said has been around for a long time. I actually remember seeing him even uh, the first time I saw him actually was not in an MMA fight. It was actually one was a Kimbo Slice. Uh, front yard street fights that they used to do.
0: I don't know if you remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen one or two of those.
1: <laughs> but, uh, I believe he fought uh, Ray, or Ray Ray, whatever his name was. One of Kimbo's, uh, someone from Kimbo's crew. So. Yeah. And, yeah, so funny thing is that, got he's, yeah, he's striker, but for a long time he's going through just a long period of getting a lot of decisions, right? And, you know, he's one of those guys that would lose these split decisions a lot of times just because, you know, he would out there and kind of uh, he wouldn't finish the guy, he maybe get some punches in, but it wasn't really a dominant. But mm-hmm. last advice, he's been really playing with people. Knocked out you know Ben Askren with that big flying knee, yep, and a big knockout just turned Darren Till right before that. So he's really, yeah, and then he lost two before that, but before that, he knocked out Donald Cerrone. So he's definitely uh, one of those guys that. You know, he's a little bit, he's in his 30s, so not that old, but you know, not a young guy year. He's really kind of uh, reinvented
0: himself in the last in the last two years or so. So. Yeah. I mean, he's fought. I mean, he's been anywhere. I think he's hes even, he's been in Strike Force. That's where I know him from. Um, used to fight KJ Noons a lot. In strike Force um he even fought in in um Bellator um I mean this guy's like been everywhere Bellator Strike Force well done, UFC. Right. I remember that I mean and he's won a few uh he's done a couple not competitions too <laughs> I actually didn't know that. So, yeah, I'm like looking at the at his profile uh, like some information I'm online. Yeah, he's got he did it as a team though. Like he got third place in the teen. National lightweights. This is like going back to two thousand two and two thousand three. Um yeah, but like you said, like when he went in there, he got two losses against Damian Maya, uh Stephen Thompson, but he's got a win off Darren Terrell and Ben Askin. Um He did beat Donald Cerrone. He beat Jake Erlenberg, And he beat Ross Pearson. So it seems like he, he wins a couple, then he loses a couple. Um, he lost to Al Um uh, I'm trying to see if he's ever been submitted. I don't think he's ever been submitted, though. Like, he, he's like... He usually loses by decision. Oh, he did get triangle choked once in Bellator by some guy I never heard. It, of. Was, uh,
1: it was a. It was. I was actually very. Uh, it wasn't a regular triangle choke. It was like an inverted triangle choke. Yeah. Very. It was very kind of, I remember it was a uh, Bellator used to play that highlight all the time back then because it was a
0: very unusual submission. oh uh, yeah. I mean, and he even fought a guy that. Uh, I had interviewed on my podcast here. He beat Steve Berger. He's another UFC vet of 44 fights. Um, I mean, a veteran of 44 fights. Yeah, man, he's beaten everyone. He beat uh, Joe Lazan by TKL. So let's let's take a look at this. I mean, you take a look at his record. Um, Let me see. May it be as, I mean, I think most, I don't think he's ever won. Uh, did he ever knock anybody out? I know he swarmed um, in his last match against Pettis. He just dominated him on a feet. But I don't know, was that, that wasn't a TKO, though, right? I'm trying to see. Now, was this decision, uh, he's, he's just like, He's got you know he's got a few KKOs. Gray Manger, uh He lost to Johns Thompson. So they both lost to the same guy, Josh Thompson. Um, they both beat Don. Did he lose? Did Jorge lose to Donald Cerrone? Let me see, I think he beat him. Yeah, they both beat Don. They both beat Donald Cerrone. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, Nate Diaz decisions him, and has knocked him out, so.
0: Yeah, and then Maynard, I think he fought Maynard too, right? Let me see. Did Jorge fight him? Let me see. No, he didn't fight him. The only one was Josh Thompson. I think was the only common one. Play Guida, Josh and Kirby, you know. Yeah. And if you go back to the stats, they're saying, like, takedown accuracy, they're saying Jorge's more accurate. Takedown defense, 70% for Jorge, 45% for Nate Diaz. Submission they give to Diaz. Mm. So, uh, I don't know. Cardio, I think they're both they're both in good cardio, right? Yeah, they both been
1: to they done they done three rounds, five rounds plenty of times, so that's not an issue.
0: Yeah, so I would say they're pretty even there. Now submissions, I actually agree with the stats here. If it goes to the ground, I think Diaz is going to to win there. Now striking, I mean. They say Jorge is 48, Diaz is 44, right? Mm-hmm. But the the big factor, I think, that would play to Jorge's favor would be the leg kicks, because for some reason, the Diaz brothers do not like to check leg kicks. Why? I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I mean, if you were Jorge, would you be... If it was me, I'd be throwing a lot of leg kicks at Diaz because he doesn't seem to be.
1: Yeah, him. yeah, both him and his brother seem to really, uh, not really big fans of checking leg kicks. I remember when uh, Nick fought Carl Condet. I thought yeah. he lost. He was coming forward the entire time. Carlos just kept hitting him over and over again. Yeah. I think of, of Nate. I think he, I've seen. I can't remember a specific fight right now, but I I, I seem to remember fights where he has been like kind of eating a lot of. Uh, he was like eating a lot of kicks coming forward. Yeah. Um,
0: and and their kicks suck. They throw like flippy, shitty, snap kicks. You know.
1: Yeah, they're not very. Uh, they're not very explosive. So they don't really have that. You know, like that, Cro Cop or Pat Berry. You know, one of those. Some guys are really good with leg kicks, right? Like Jose Aldo. They're just really yeah. explosive. Uh yeah. Diaz brothers don't. Really, they don't have those same kind of uh, physiological, you know, uh, characteristics. They're yeah. Explosive guys. So they can't really. They just can't really do the same things guys like Aldo can do.
0: Now, I do think in terms of that, I I like if it was I was 40, I think he does have more tools on his belt. Mm. You know. I mean he doesn't he's no Jose Aldo with his leg kicks, but he can throw, he's better. And mm. that advantage. I mean he is a short person, so he's gonna have to do what Nate Diaz's his reach. Mm. But uh, let's go with the simple question. Who would you want to see win?
1: Well, Nate, you know, he's always been a fan favorite. I know, uh, I know Pess is, not sorry, Pettis, Um I know Masvidal is kind of a big resurgence right now, but, you know, it'd be kind of cool to see Nate get one more run. I think he's a little older, right? I think he might be a little older than Masvidal. So yeah. Nate get that kind of one last run, you know, before he calls a career. That'd be kind of nice. Yeah.
0: So you're thinking, Nate, that's who you want as a f- personal preference
1: even though i do like Monster i know i'm not for me that's why i had to think about a little bit but if i had to pick someone i'll just say nate just because he has you know it means diaz brother that's a name that has been it's been for mma for a long time it has a lot of weight so it's kind of cool that it's, it's kind of great like crown great like right that's why people want to see him fight that last, yeah. last name so i mean the diaz diaz nate and nick that's nerve that's, that's another iconic name in our sport, so it would be kind of nice to see it, that name get kind of mentioned for a little bit longer.
0: Now, taking away the preference, personal preference, who do you think is going to win?
1: Personal preference?
0: Yeah, I'm I'm go take away the Masso personal Adol. preference.
1: I think mean, Masvidal just because I know Nate had that win against, against Perez, you know, but Perez has been really uneven these days. I think mean, Masvidal right now is still kind of surging. He's had those two know. really big wins. Yeah, he's. I think, and Nase has been. He's been away for a longer time too. Masvidal has been pretty active the last few yeah. years,
0: so I'll give him that edge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, personal preference, you know, I don't really. I say it? I like watching the Diaz brothers. I like their watch, strictly when they're on the ground. I don't like their. Their, uh, their attitude that they usually have. I like Masvidal's attitude usually better. But um, well from uh, from a technical standpoint, I, I do agree with you. I do think Masvidal's going to probably win because he's just got more tools in the belt and he's been more active. Now, what's your thought on the so-called belt? Was it like the baddest motherfucker on the planet belt or whatever it's called?
1: B M F,
0: yeah. You know they're actually you know, making belts. <laughs> you know they're actually making the belt,
1: right? They're physically creating that belt. That's actually not – I mean, uh, it's getting a lot of uh, people talking. That's actually. That's not actually not. That's actually not the first time you've seen these kind of uh, weird, you know, belts. You know, really? there's actually uh, there's actually a Saku belt. Did you know that? There's a what belt? Saku Sakuraba belt. I never heard of that. Yeah, who was that with? Yeah, five? No, it's a Saku. It's uh, he's never. He was never a champion, but. They made a belt just because he was, it was a, just because he's Sakuraba. So, so there's that. There's a Saku belt just for him. And I remember there's actually, uh, they made a nerd, there's this nerd guy, He's uh, Hissam Noah. He did his tournament, weight tournament, right? Where he fought all these big fat guys. Basically he won like Bob Sapp. He beat Bob Sapp. So, so they actually made a belt just for that, you know, even though he was, as a nerd guy, I was never like a champion or anything.
0: Yeah, that's crazy, though. I never knew that. Yeah. I never knew that. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Damn. So what do you think about the rest of the uh, the fighters on that card? There's actually one guy
1: I'm very excited to see. Uh, let's see, Gregor uh, Giuseppe. He's actually an upstate New York guy. He's a yeah. 13, though. He's kind of uh, not getting a lot of hype because, you know, he's not, he's not a guy that likes to talk a lot. Even though he is a finisher, he's finishing a lot of guys, but he's a wrestler, you know, so he's not a stand-up stand guy, which kind of takes away the tension a little bit. Uh, but he's been kind of uh, quietly moving up the ranks. I believe he's fighting Kevin Lee, which is kind of his first big test because, you know, Kevin Lee is someone who has a name. Mm. I believe Gregory's going to run through him, you know. Um, he's a very good wrestler. I think, mean, like, two or three-time champ or All-American. Yeah. He's completely. Just, he just overwhelms guys with his cardio, his work, his work rate. And, you know, Kevin is kind of a guy. You know, he's shown gas probably His last fight against uh, Dos Anjos, right? Even though he moved yeah. up the class, in weight class, which is supposed to help your gas tank, he actually gasped down in that fight. I believe he uh, we fought Tony Ferguson. That, that kind of had, that was that kind of happened. Doing very well in the first round, then he started kind of slowing down once he wasn't uh, dominating anymore. That's what, that's what we call a uh, front runner, a guy who when he's ahead, uh, you know, who's dominant, is on top, being up the guy, does very well. Once he runs into some opposition, he kind of crumbles a little bit. I think a guy like Gregor is going to really just work him, test his cardio, keep pushing him, pushing him. Maybe Kevin can win the first round, but after that, I think Gregor is going to take over.
0: Yeah, that guy Gregor is like a beast. Now, you know who – the other in the DS fight, I'm interested in seeing Johnny Walker versus Corey Anderson because that guy, Johnny Walker – uh, is like high good high-tech. dude. <laughs> yeah. He is good. I mean, 17 and 3, Corey's 13 and 4. But I mean, I'm given the odds, he's got 82% chance compared to 33% of Corey Anderson to win by knockout. He's got a 12% chance of winning by submissions. Um they're saying decision chances of winning a decision would probably go to Corey, but the guy's average fight time is under a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got—that's how great. So I mean, I think this guy is just going to pull it, pull it, mm-hmm. like walk away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I I honestly think he's going to knock him out in the first round. Mm-hmm. that one. that's that's my feeling on it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. then. He got the black – what's that guy, Derek? Isn't that the the black beast? Derek Lewis.
1: Derek Lewis, yep. He actually fought in the – he actually fought Daniel Cormier in Madison Square Garden the last time UFC was there. I was actually at that show,
0: so. And he's fighting Bagelow – Bagelow and Bonoff. I don't know. That guy's got power, too. Yeah. I mean, uh, he
1: got – He's a Sambo guy from uh, Bulgaria. I remember, the, I think the first time his name got recognized because he actually beat he beat Fedor Fedor in a combat Sambo match. Back when Fedor was basically still invincible. So,
0: yeah, I mean, he's got the he's definitely got the submission advantage, right? But the the beast man, he just gets his ass kicked one or two, maybe like the first second round, and then he just like. Out of nowhere, just hits you and knocks you out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're giving him an 86% chance of winning by knockout. And the other guy's only got a 35% chance to sell solo. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to give it to Derek Lewis for that one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's, and then you also, there's another um, bunch. You got uh, Oblosky's coming back. Uh, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that one? Let's see who he's fighting. He's fighting. Uh, I don't know how to say it. That's another huge dude. Jack. Uh, I don't even know how to say this guy's name. Jarzino Rosenstruck. I don't know. Have you looked at the card? I don't know if you're looking at it now.
1: are you? Are you still talking about the Diaz vs. card?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't see uh, who are you talking
1: about? I don't see the name you're talking about. Andre Alotsky. He's on that? Yeah. I don't see him on the... I'm looking at the card right now. I don't see his name on there. He's
0: on the UFC.com website. Uh, all right. I was looking at a uh, suredog, dog, so... Yeah, I find yeah. a lot of times that some of the cards are outdated depending on what website you go to. Hmm. But yeah, he's fighting... This is a guy where is he from. Waiting for mo. Yeah. I never third guy yeah, he's fighting, so Yeah, he's that looks like it's gonna be a pretty even match. Hmm. And then Kevin Lee, let's look at the odds for that one. Let's see what the the, the odds are for that one. Wait for my website to load here. it's taking so long. Let's see what that one looks like. For some reason I'm not able to pull up the odds for that Gregor, that Gregor fight. Yeah, but I mean those are the only ones. Then you got Steve Thompson versus Vincent Vincent Loki. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're saying they look pretty evenly matched. 55-56, to the win by KO. The other – Vincent has a greater chance of winning by submission. He lands more strikes. I'm going to give it more to him than Steven Thompson because that guy's been on a tear too.
1: Yeah. -hmm. Silent. He got, he, got knocked out by, uh, he got knocked out by Masvidal, right in his last fight. Who? Thompson.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's coming off a loss. Um, so I think he's going to lose. That's my opinion on that one. But we'll see. I mean, I think either way, it's gonna Are you going to that fight? No. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> not, 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 not this time.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, you're going to be busy. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, I think everybody's going to be looking for that one, of that card. I think that's probably going to be the uh, – probably the card of the year probably. Because I don't think – I don't know. If Connor said he wanted to come back for December, I don't know if that's going to actually uh, happen or not. Um. We'll see what happens, but I I think that one's definitely going to be an exciting card. I'm definitely going to make sure I'm around for it, whether it's at Hooters, my house, my friend's house, or whatever. I'm definitely watching it. (laughs) So, all right, guys. We'll be back after this short break. Hey, what's up,
1: world? This is Will, and you are about to listen to the Mark the Shark MMA
0: show. Enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. I just want to let you know that both me and my daughter have new books out. My daughter's book is called A Little Bit Louder, which is the second book in the Invisible Girl series. And my new book. Is a vampire fantasy book series called the dark world chronicles and the first book in the series is called marcus the vampire you can check them both out at www.retortofamilybooks.com or amazon.com or barnes and noble Hey, fans, here at Podcast City Network, we have a lot of great shows on all of our great social media outlets, podcastcity.net, facebook.com slash Network. Hit that thumbs up. You can send a tweet to Podcast City Network on Twitter at Podcast City Net. Only on Podcast City Network. All right, guys. This is Mark the Shark, and I got some great news. If you subscribe to my email list on my website, I will email you a promo code that will allow you to save 20% on any MMA gear or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu gear put out by Hypnotic. All you have to do is go to www.markthesharkmma.com, and that is Mark with a C and not a K, and subscribe to my email list. Go ahead and subscribe today. Are you a fan of the Mark the Shark MMA Show? Are you looking for some swag? Check us out on the web at www.markthesharkmmashow.com where we show t-shirts, hoodies, crop tops, hats, beanie hats, anything you want. Check it out. Are you also looking to become a guest on the show and be interviewed by me, Mark the Shark Retorto? Well, go to the website and sign up as a guest. Are you looking to become a sponsor? Go to the website. Sign up. Take advantage of the wild range growth of the sport of MMA. And have your business and service advertised to millions of listeners that listen to this podcast every week, worldwide, from everywhere. Check it out. www.markthesharkmmashow.com Today's show is brought to you by Audible. Audible is offering our listeners a free audiobook with a 30-day trial membership. Just go to www.audibletrial.com/mma show and browse the unmatched selection of audio programs. Download a trial for free and start listening. It's that easy. Go to audible.com/mma show. Why Audible? Audible content includes an unmatched selection of audiobooks, original shows, news, comedy, and more from our leading audiobook publishers, broadcasters, and entertainers. And if you need a book suggestion, I have two. One is called I Am a Survivor by Christina Retorto, and the other one is written by me, Mark Retorto, called The Cabal. The saga begins. Hi, everyone. This is Mark the Shark with Twitter, sending a message to all the fans out there. Now, if you enjoy this podcast, please help support it by making a small donation. It could be anywhere from a dollar, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. It could even be a monthly donation. Any amount is appreciated. To donate to this money, to this podcast, go to www.dot Again, that's www.dot Hi, this is Mark the Shark Retorto. This is a message to all the parents out there. Are you looking for an inspirational book for your child to read? Well, check out a book written by a child. An 11-year-old little girl by the name of Christina Retorto. She has two books. One is called Invisible Girl, and one is called I Am a Survivor. Both inspirational books Written by a child, for a child. You can find them at Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com, as well as her website, www.retortofamilybooks.com Again, that's R-I-T, O-R-T-L. This is a Coupon Queen pen from the CQP Moments podcast. And you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. It's Angelica from A Little Bit of Everything With Me podcast. And you're listening to Mark the Shark MMA Show. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and rate to his podcast for more amazing episodes.